I'm so intelligent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're the more experienced one, right? In what? <laughs> In years. <laughs> I'm senior. Thank you. And welcome to RBLE Global Tracks. It's Leipzig's very first RB Leipzig podcast in English. And that's brought to you by Richard and Mario. And amongst us, we are season tickets holders, passionate supporters, and not so neutral local pundits. And both of us have been following Leipzig football since our childhood days. So if you want to hear about RB Leipzig, capture the mood of the fans in the city. And if you want to go beyond numbers and statistics, you are in the right place. We're delighted to welcome you on board and uh, let's go. Auf geht's, Leipziger Jung. And before we start, I'd just like to extend to everyone who's been listening to this podcast. Um, this is our 13th episode, lucky number 13, but it's Thursday, so we're okay. And um, we just like to extend everybody, anybody who's been following us, uh, been discovering this little podcast. We truly enjoy it. And um, there will be more episodes, so it's not a threat. I hope it's a joy. <laughs> Richard, how are you this hey, evening? Mario, thank you. I'm fine. It's uh, Thanksgiving Day, although we do not celebrate this. And... Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what this no, is we over here in Germany. We, Where's we my turkey, by the way? <laughs> but, you know, the, I've got this other little passion. So besides uh, soccer, besides that's a huge... No, we don't want to talk about yeah, cheese heads. Talk about some cheese like heads. So, you know, I'm a big fan <laughs> of the Green Bay Packers. And guess what? They're playing it tonight, Thanksgiving football. Everything the Lions. Midway through fourth quarter now. Packers are up by 15. Okay, so I'm pretty, pretty good today. Yeah, so you must be in an excellent mood, and uh, I'll give you that. My team is in the same division, and we're not going to talk about them because they have been. They were the worst team of the NFL last year. Didn't help them much this year because they had last place. Hey, but they had three wins already. Come on. It was like two more than last, last year. season. Hey, there you go. What an improvement. Domination. Here we come. <laughs> At some point in the future. It's got to be bright. Brilliant. <laughs> so, Richard, um, after this little detour to the NFL, what the hell are we talking about today? Okay, so there was an international break. There's some players on international duties. We take a look on that. We have some rumors, so not really news, but rumors around the club, around the players. So we're going to look into that. Yeah. And finally, we're going to preview a little bit um, to our next bread and butter encounter against the well-known Wolfsburg. Yes, and hopefully you're going to tell us why it is going to be victory first this yeah. time. Despite of our Pokal exit uh, at Halloween, wasn't it? It was spooky. Yeah, it was. It was, it was Halloween night. So let's talk about the international break. There were quite a few of our players on duty, so uh, I suppose we're just going to maybe concentrate on the main important ones. I mean, the call up of our goalie to the uh, Nationalmannschaft, the German Nationalmannschaft, that was excellent. We had three German players there. Unfortunately, he didn't play. Um, Henrichs, Henrichs got some minutes, didn't he? And Raum, Raum wasn't used either. So the good news is, I think everybody's coming back well and healthy. So this is all I'm I'm, I'm worried about. Um, 
let's not talk about the Nationalmannschaft because that's a different topic. And it'll come up in the future again, I'm sure. So who who was really uh, catching your eye, if that is an English expression? Um, who's, who stood out for you during the international break? For me, it was um, Chesco. So he scored yeah. against... Because he's tall? He, he's, he's tall, he's tall yeah. He? That's he, why he, he cannot stood be out, overseen yeah. if he, when he's on the pitch, but... <laughs> He really stood out uh, in that uh, last international encounters because Slovenia had a must-win game against Kazakhstan. So, okay, it's uh, usually not real challenge for the Slovenians uh, when they take on the Kazakhstan uh, squad. But if you if you want to finish first, you'll have to finish first, catching. And um, they didn't finish first. They finished second in their group. But that means with this 2-1, they are qualified for next year's Euro 2024 for the first time since the year 2000. Wow. I guess Chesko wasn't even born at that time. So <laughs> for him, well, it's a, but it was in color. It, it was, it was in color. White, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Stereo, Stereo possibly maybe. as well. Probably 5.1 surround. And, and high def, maybe. And know. high def. Um, was it high def already? 2000? Yeah, for the for the upper class, maybe. Uh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, for the like elite. Uh, so for Chesko, <laughs> oh, it's no. a whole new feeling. Um, he scored. He scored a penalty uh, against Kazakhstan and mm -hmm. they won 2-1. Two goals to one. So, yeah, as I said, they qualified and we might see him next year in his um, in his living room, Red Bull Arena, or as it is called, Leipzig Stadium during the Euro. It doesn't, you know. It's yeah. They should have gone back to Zentralstadion, but maybe that's... Uh, that would have been nice. If, if, yeah. if, they, if they would have but, called it but, the Zentralstadion for the Euro. Oh, that would have been cool. But unfortunately, they didn't. But anyways, that would be great to see if uh, if, if we're lucky, we might uh, see him here in Leipzig and uh, he's, he's actually at home. So congratulations and note to myself, uh, if we ever get stuck and we're looking for somebody to take penalties and to convert, Sheshko might be a good candidate as well. So <laughs> there you go. So that's, that's wonderful news. Who else um, caught your eye? Yeah, of course, our... Austrian heroes, the Austrian. I know <laughs> the Austrian. Trio. It didn't even hurt that much, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't surprise me at all. But yeah. but one 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 thing, I was a little bit impressed. There was um, I was not impressed from by uh, Baumgartner because uh, you remember last episode when I was fully confident that Baumgartner is ready for ninety minutes, and I'm still on that, mm -hmm. and he proved my point. So he didn't play ninety minutes in uh, the Austrian encounters against Estonia and uh, our, uh, you know, maybe eleven best uh, football players we got in the moment, and I'm sure about that. So, but I was really impressed about Seibald. Okay, so mm -hmm. he, so, yeah, so yeah. our defensive midfield, Xaverschlager and Seiwald, um, made two appearances in a row for Team Austria against Estonia, and they performed in that game well. It wasn't really a surprise because Estonia is um, one of the minor good association football countries in Europe, maybe in the world. But um, they played outstanding, in my opinion, against the Germans, and that. In famous Tunnel. I, I read this is the new national holiday now in, in Austria. So right, okay, yeah. Another so yeah, the, the war is, is over <laughs> now for more than seventy years. Okay, they thought about that for long enough, and now they have got another uh, new national holiday. No, just kidding. There was an, an I read it at Postelion. You know Postelion. This is um, I don't know what's in English. It's a it, satire. satire online like, newspaper. Like a, okay, yeah. But anyway, um, Schlager and Cyber they were really really good. And I would like to see them 
uh, as a as a you know, defensive midfield duo in uh, shirts in red, uh, red and white. No, in red and white. <laughs> That's what I would like to see. It it gives us a lot of hope, doesn't it? Because uh, Saywald had some dodgy appearances, uh, but then he improved. But he wasn't really featuring the squad in the last couple of games. And um, if you maybe think ahead of the African Cup of Nations when Haidara is going to be on duty, then uh, it is it is fulfill it gives me a lot of confidence and optimism that uh, Schlager and Saywald could be a really good duo. But I must admit as well, I saw some pictures. And they featured Baumgartner, Schlager and uh, Seiwald. But they also featured uh, Zabitzer and Leimer. And do you know what? Those five looked so familiar that you, you could not even be mad about or, or really angry about Austria beating the Nationalmannschaft so convincingly uh, because these are players we're really used to. And uh, I was thinking, you know, the whole Red Bull development in Austria, around the world, um, and in Germany, does that really contribute to to a much better Austrian football team? I mean, they have been improving in the last uh, couple of years, and uh, they're now playing an excellent and really attractive type of football, mind you, with uh, the head coach or with the manager, Ralf Rangnick. Uh, I am not surprised. And uh, It will be nice and it will be uh, really attractive to see them here in Germany next year. Hopefully they go quite far. And um, for today, we're not going to talk about the German team. I think this is for another day when we're a bit more optimistic. So let's stick with our boys. That's much better for RB Leipzig, our international group. So these these two really stuck out. And, and, um, and um, thanks thanks very much for that. I would love to move on to rumors now. So many rumors came out during the international break, and some of them are you, you really had to look twice or even three times. I mean, first of all, Timo Werner. You know, it's not about him getting a Döner kebab on the uh, Janale at uh, Tames in his Ferrari, and he doesn't know where to park. No, it's about him going back. First of all, it sounded like him going back to the Royal Island and uh, to the uh, capital, um, London. So I think there were rumors that Crystal Palace, West Ham, and Fulham were interested. And with Fulham, it was even a little bit more concrete that at one point I thought, I'm, I'm getting Shirley vibes. I saw Shirley again playing for, for Fulham. Then I thought, is Magat going to join? Oh, no, maybe he's too old now. So, so this is something. But hey, the best thing was, and please do, do enlighten us, The rumor afterwards. This is the best rumor in this context. Yeah. <laughs> the newest rumor is Timo Werner is heading to Madrid. And I, Come on. It's, it's the elite, elite, okay? Fußball got. Where else should he go? Yeah, oh, of course. Apart yeah, from Saudi right. Arabia, okay. maybe. Um, to, <laughs> to one of the best clubs in the world with such great history, with such um, great efforts, great uh, results in the recent years. So, yeah, he's connected to Real Madrid. And at first I thought, okay, what is such hire allowed to do when I, when I read that? So. <laughs> yeah, okay, now, now. I agree. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I it's, reacted in a similar it's, it's, it's way. April first again. Can't no, be serious. I, I checked the calendar. No, it's mid-November. Okay. Um, so, but then, <laughs> but then I, I took a, a little deeper look into that, and I thought, okay, maybe, maybe this makes sense because, you know, the, I recognized that uh, Real Madrid usually acts with the two strikers, and now Vinicius Junior is injured, so out for an, an, uh, I, I thought um, two to three months. So what I've read, and the other strikers is usually 
either Rodrigo or Roselu. So Roselu is a quite familiar name from the Bundesliga. I am, yeah, I think uh, he was uh, in Wolfsburg or maybe uh, maybe on uh, Frankfurt too. I think with Frankfurt maybe, maybe as well, both. Right? I don't remember exactly. Mm. But um, do forgive as, us. We we don't pay that much attention to. But them. yeah, but as far <laughs> as I remember, um, he 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 wasn't in the top tier. So in 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 my um, in my con confession to that. So back to Timo. If Real Madrid needs another striker alongside Rodrigo or alongside Rosel, or maybe just to mix things up a little bit, maybe this is not that far away from reality than I first thought. So I'm really looking forward and really curious how this thing develops in the upcoming weeks. And uh, maybe, maybe uh, Timo joins uh, Kroos at Real Madrid. Oh, yeah, we got Tony there. That's right. But would that ensure that he actually gets enough time on the pitch to uh, show Mr. Nagelsmann that he is ready to join the superb Nationalmannschaft? No, not really. So, in my opinion, this is, this thing is, is, is gone for him. It's about cash, isn't it? It's about money. money and the reputation. Okay, you got Real Madrid in yeah. your resume. And he's and he's only on twenty seven or twenty eight years old. He has got maybe seven or eight more years in, in in the tank. So why not? Well, maybe surprises us all. But I still struggle to believe that he's going to join Real Madrid. But in some ways, I can I can actually picture it. But I don't really understand why we would let him go, because um, anything can happen. Our squad is not that deep. I think maybe I got the wrong impression and. The source that I picked it up on was uh, on on Twitter uh, was Transfer News Live, and that was distributed a, co a couple of days ago. But there was also a question about would he be out on loan or permanent, and it almost seemed as if they were going for a permanent deal, which would really surprise me. I think we will see. It'll be an interesting development over the winter. Do you think um, he's going to feature more in the uh, remaining games for this year? In the Bundesliga and the two Champions no, League so. matches. So to me, it's just, you no. know I, I said no. it earlier. Um, I'm a team of believer, and I, and I and, yeah, and I would wish too. that he would um, find find himself back into that form that we saw from him before he left to Chelsea back in 2020. But um, it's uh, right now he's clearly a striker number four, and and if he can go to Real mm -hmm. Madrid and maybe is striker number three or maybe two, so. So this is because I I don't expect our front office to let him go permanently. Mm, okay. So because if he if he imagine that he goes to Real Madrid, um, gets himself back into form that we already know from him, and then helps us next year, that would be a cool story, wouldn't it? It would be a bloody amazing. It's a bit like Xavi. Who's loaned out to us? He helps us this year. Next year's back to PSG. <laughs> Now there were rumors too that he will. That he will. <laughs> oh, let's okay. Let's get into okay. that a little okay. bit later. But do you think Timo Werner thinks that he is actually made uh, for a higher, better club such as Real Madrid with a higher reputation, better reputation than um, RB Leipzig? I think. I think every player, every professional football player on, on any Good pitch. Answer thinks he's the best shit you can get for money and and you, you and you do have to have this mindset or don't don't get me wrong you do have to yeah but back it up with some with some uh, real leistung as we say in german no b 
be be a, uh, the regular goal scorer and be on the pitch all the time, convince your teammates that he should be in the yeah, squad. He would pretty likely um, answer this to, okay, come on, coach, give me, give me chances, give me playing time. If you don't, because when I'm you, playing, I convert penalties. I uh, score the winning goal in Gladbach, then I get back pains. But it doesn't matter. I'm just, you know. <laughs> Ah, okay. I, I think this is going to be an interesting thing to watch. Um, there were a couple of more rumors I'd like to talk about, one of which is uh, Pete the Wall. Now, after our exit from the Dave Bebukar, it's not so likely that he's going to be in the starting 11 unless something happens to Yanis, who is just so outstanding at the moment. So what do you think? Uh, there were some rumors that, or something I heard that RB Leipzig would be open for him to leave this winter or in the summer. What do you think um, about that? Also, bear in mind that it seems like RB Leipzig is planning next season with Blaswich and Thunderford. And actually, I would love to play a clip again, which I haven't found yet, because you were asking this. You you mentioned you were racing. You said you would be surprised if Gulashi was still in, and Blaswich were still in the same team next year, next uh, season. So, what are your thoughts about that? Is this is this Something realistic that he might leave us in the winter, possibly? No, I don't think so. Because the last thing I read about this uh, topic is that Pete wants to compete. Maybe that's where his name come from. Um, he wants to compete uh, for the uh, spot between the goalposts. So, okay, he, he definitely knows that um, there's no way to overcome uh, Janis because of his outstanding performance uh, in the recent weeks, months since he joined uh, our goal. But I think he maybe thinks that with the start of the new season and Janis Plaswig and you mentioned him, Van der Voort, who will join us from Genk, and himself are maybe he thinks there's an open competition for the number one spot and he wants to go mm -hmm. for it. And to me, there is my first realistic scenario I'm thinking about is what I said a few weeks ago that I cannot imagine that Pete is on our roster next season but mm -hmm. there's a little but if he is capable to show the coaches the, the, uh, the front office that he is better than Van der Ford, or maybe Van der Ford is not Bundesliga ready yet so there might be a scenario where you go into the season with Blaswich as our number one Pete is number two and Van der Ford is out on loan somewhere else where he can gain some um, some time on the pitch. Okay, interesting scenario. I think we would just have to wait and see. But it's interesting that this does come up right now. One more thing you'd like to talk about is a last rumor about a potential new player. Who is that? Yeah, so with uh, Emil on the doorstep... Uh, heading to New York, there is a rumor. And nobody has confirmed that officially. No. And there was a clip on, on social media when he was watching the, uh, was it the Stockholm NHL series? And so he was watching a hockey game in Stockholm and he was he was asked about this rumor that he's about to leave RB Leipzig. He was asked um, about that and he said he wouldn't make any comments. Uh, basically, he loves the club, he loves the city, and that's that. So basically nothing. So, sorry. So, who who would re possibly, potentially replace him and when? Yeah, there was a rumor that uh, Brian Zaragoza from uh, Granada, from La Liga, uh, could join RBL. So, we are not <laughs> alone in this competition um, for this player. And uh, I honestly, I, I, I didn't know that name uh, before I read it first on, on X Twitter a few days ago. 
but um, mm-hmm. and I didn't saw any highlight reel. But I checked some stats, and I thought, okay, this is in- interesting. Interesting stats this uh, young man has because um, he seems to be a very prolific dribbler. So with the ball to his mm-hmm. feet. Um, he has outstanding numbers in take-ons during 90 minutes and successful take-ons. But on the other hand side, um, he seems to really struggle with uh, prolific passes. So it's kind of weird. I don't know I don't know how to sort this out. Yeah, because it's it's so uh, it's so I don't know how to express that. It's so polarized. Um, so he's a very talented dribbler. But seems to be a poor passer. Maybe this is because of the Granada playing style. Maybe this is because this squad doesn't have the ball that often, so that he is not simply not capable to show what he's able to to do um, with the ball when he passes to other players. But maybe this also means that he's somehow um, egoistic player. That if we've got the ball, he, he doesn't uh, doesn't able to see or isn't able to see anyone around him and try to go for himself. I don't know. We have to, or at least <laughs> I have to have to check some 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 tape to uh, to clarify my opinion about that a little more. But anyway, it seems to be an interesting option. And you know what's a funny thing is, every time when 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 there's a rumor that RB Leipzig is is about to sign some player, it only takes mm. a few hours, and you read that. Borussia Dortmund uh, is is uh, is is on the is on the heels from that. It's always in the frame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I I kind of picked up on that because for for a while there was no uh, there was only news about RB Leipzig being interested, and all of a sudden, ah, it's Borussia like yeah, it's Dortmund. like Punxsutawney Phil every time. <laughs> so to everyone out there who doesn't know who Punxsutawney Phil is, um. It's that little I don't know what's this, what's this to call it in English um, that little uh, animal that sees his shadow and if he sees his shadow there will be six more weeks of winter and you all know this famous movie with um, Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day all right. mm, exactly mm-hmm. so every, every time. I, I, thanks for reminding me anyway moving on <laughs> by the way his exit clause I think is 14 million euros 14 so it's quite cheap isn't it maybe for now <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Shall we talk about Powerful Wolfsburg? Seems like we just talked about them. Introducing our next opponent, their check. Now, Richard, tell me, and do give me some hope. Why are we going to beat them this time? Why are we going to get three points? Because what happened was we exited from the Pokal in, in a very... Mm, Gormless fashion, I almost said, in a very strange way. And uh, okay, we lost. Can happen. Uh, but it didn't seem like there was a lot of fight. And those matches Wolfsburg had afterwards, I think they lost everything, didn't they? No, they had one, one draw, two, two really all draw against Bremen, and then they lost uh, oh, oh, okay. nil, 4-0 okay. defeat against uh, Mönchengladbach. So a lot of people asked on Twitter, ex-Twitter, why the heck did we lose to them? <laughs> Especially now with Bayern out. Why the hell? So, do give us some some optimism and confidence. Why are we going to beat them this time? Mm, okay, um, no problem. So, first first of all, um, a few players in that cup match didn't have their best day. Okay, so we had Pete in between the goalposts. It, it wasn't his fault on, on this uh, goal he conceded, uh, to make this clear. So, uh, from my point of view... Um, 
but he definitely didn't have his best day. And so it was a lot of other players from us that simply just didn't reach 100%. I don't know why that happened, but, but it was clear and obvious. So Timo Werner was in the starting 11. He won't be there this time. I'm pretty sure about that. Paulsen had a used mm -hmm. day and he was sent off uh, midway early in the second half. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We had to, Remember. We had to uh, finish this game with, with one man sent off. That was, wasn't easier. And we were lacking of mm. uh, creativity and ideas because we played not that bad, in my opinion, uh, until the penalty box, but then just didn't get any shots. So this mm. time is going to be a whole different thing because, um, as we so we, we talked about, we talked about Schlager and, and Seibold. And in my opinion, those two have to start and will mm -hmm. uh, transfer their. Uh, outstanding performances from the international team to uh, this to our club. Um, Xavi, who, who just had some mm. some I don't know part time actions against uh, Gibraltar, and I don't know what the other game was. So um, all I recognized he wasn't on the pitch that long. So we are rested. So it's not it's no um, we didn't have really um, a game just a few days ago. Our team is rested, and we're mm -hmm. gonna send out our very very best players in that in that in that in that encounter. So, mm, okay, is there gonna be a different different tactics, different formation, maybe different attitude? I expect Rose will send out four defenders because we talked about that a lot. This is what he likes to do, and then two def defensive backs, two offensive no not defensive backs, defensive midfielders, two offensive midfielders, and two strikers. Um, but I will reveal my starting eleven a little bit later. Mm -hmm. I would like to point out something something else um, uh, about our opponent. So we talked about them before our cup match. And and I thought, okay, Kovac will play like that and Kovac will send out that squad and so on. But it turned out that this starting 11 and the approach uh, that uh, Coach Kovac does for Wolfsburg, it feels like a jamboree bag. So. So you, you don't know what what he will do for the next game. So he started with back three defenders, mm -hmm. with the back four defenders, a lot of rotation, and that is so. Wolfsburg supporters do not understand what Kovac is, is trying here. It seems like he is somehow lost um, how to get mm -hmm. his team on track, and and the results uh, in the last five games uh, shows this. So besides that uh, cup win against us, they lost four. Of their last last five encounters. Can I ask, can I ask you yes, a question? Please. So, do you do you think um, beating RB Leipzig uh, in the uh, cup tie was just a coincidence? Was just a yeah, lucky punch? This is what I want want to want to talk about. It was it was oh, it was okay. an outlier. I'm so intelligent, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're the more experienced one, right? In what? <laughs> in years. <laughs> I'm senior. Thank you. So, um, uh. I. I'm not a pensioner yet. <laughs> and um, so, but one one thing was was always clear. Um, and now here I, I will um, talk about our keys to win. Their left defensive side is their weak side. Okay, so on on, on the right mm -hmm. side, there's always number 21, Joachim Mele, a nice transfer from Atlanta. We talked about him in our last preview too. He's a very strong dribbler, strong passer too. His good vision often finds the open man. Uh, for dangerous attacks, and he's besides of that, he's a strong defender too, on his on his right side. And um, alongside him, there's often number four, uh, Maxence Lacroix, who was uh, suspended, or he was he wasn't uh, there against Gladbach because of um, red card suspension. 
he mm-hmm. got against Bremen. Now he will be back. So and usually uh, Mele goes on the right side and next to him in the uh, center uh, backfield it's uh, Maxence Lacroix and this is the, the strong side. So on the left side he always finds, let me look, I have a note, yeah, number 16 Rogiero or number 8 Caso or number 5 Seisiger. The last one is is an uh, center defender, uh, center center defender. So um, it is not his preferred position if you have to defend, uh, does his duties on the left side. And if you attack mm-hmm. this side with tempo, so and, and Bremen did this and Gladbach did this, so five, um, no, four of their last six goals they conceded came over their left defensive side. So attack this side. And this is our side with Hendricks and usually Xavi mm-hmm. and sometimes Openda. Sounds yeah. sounds good. I mean, sounds very optimistic. Yeah, I, I am. I am. Um, like, a, like a good weapon. Why didn't we do this a couple of weeks ago? Because uh, we had a, a different approach, in my opinion. We had a pause. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Endo Panda and I thought uh, Marco Rosa tried to uh, play more over um, over the middle of of the of the field of the, of the pitch. So mm, okay. Paulsen and Paulsen just um, hang on to it, look for the next one, and then and then go for it. So slightly more in the center of the field, and I think it would be smarter if we trying to go for our goals a little bit more over the. The, the open lanes, especially on the on the right side. Okay, so yeah, this is one. Of, this is a, a what, key to win, in my opinion. What about about uh, Wolfsburg? I mean, their playing style is is usually not so bad. They seem to have good movement through through midfield. But what's happening in the last quarter? Are they losing interest and uh, are not being creative? Mm, in my in my opinion, it is not a lack of creativity. It's it's a lack of quality. So mm-hmm. th- this is not a bad Bundesliga team. I-, I think they are, they should be, they should have more points than they have got uh, to this point of the season. But with every pass more they have to play, with every decision more they have to make, um, this is every time a moment for 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 an error. So, and that is mm-hmm. what 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 I saw for of them. So they play like four, five, six, seven passes that are okay, that are pro- progressive into the. Um, direction of the of their opponent's goal, but if they have to be decisive, they're not. Um, okay. So, but the, so let me point out. So one or two more players we have to keep an eye on. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's number twenty-three. It's it's Jonas Wind. We talked about mm-hmm. him too like, uh, before the the, the yeah. cup game. So this is their prolific. <laughs> no, this is not an English word. Most prolific goal scorer. He had eight goals of their fifteen, but. Mm-hmm. Six of them came in the first six games, and since then he struggled a little bit. And yeah, bear in mind, as I said, fifteen goals he got eight. So Wolfsburg just are struggling scoring goals. So usually um, number twenty-one, Jonas, number excuse me, number twenty-three, Jonas Wind is the only one that is able to score goals. So, but in the mm-hmm. recent weeks, um, another player catched my eye. I didn't have him. Um, on my screen. Can I say this in English? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't on you. He wasn't on oh, your radar. Okay, I like that. It wasn't on my radar. Uh, it's number 40. Uh, Kevin Paredes, or Paredes, I don't know. It's a 20-year-old from from uh, from uh, Atlanta, USA. And he's in a real ascending form in the recent weeks. So he's one of the better players in their 4 uh, defeat against uh, Klappach. And he is usually in the midfield and on the right side. And number 40, keep an eye on him. 
I think there's a very, very high upside in his talent. That's going to be interesting. Let's so, are we ready for your starting 11 coach, Richard? Okay, let's go. So, Blaswig, of course, will be our goalkeeper. Um, we have to send out our best four defenders. They are healthy. Hendrix, Simakan, Lukeba and Raum. Mm -hmm. I said it two times before. We, I want to see and we have to see Schlager and Seiwald in our defensive midfield. Baumgartner, of course, has to start. He had an outstanding performance against Germany. Alongside him. They must have, They must be so confident, yeah, you know. Course. Alongside mm -hmm. him, of course, Xavi. And this time, I think Yusuf need to get a break. I want to see Chesko and Openda in our first row. In, yeah, yeah. Especially with uh, Chesko and these positive matches he had during the international break. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's keep our fingers crossed uh, in terms of score prediction. What is your prediction? 3-0. We're going to steamroll them. 3-0. Okay. I'm going with a 2-1 win for RB Leipzig. Don't know why. It's just um, two on this time. Hey, three points are three points. And a win is a win. That would be awesome. <laughs> a win is <laughs> Richard, it's been a pleasure. I know we had a week break. Uh, it felt really long, but everybody else, thank you. Thank you very much for listening to us. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter. We are RBLE Global Tracks at uh, podcast underscore RBL. You can also drop us an email at talk to us at rbleglobaltracks.com. And uh, to everyone, we wish you a very good weekend. Our next recording will be beginning of next week because then there's going to be this clash with this uh, noisy neighbor, City, City, City team. We're just hoping we're going to get through without uh, Haaland scoring, maybe. <laughs> That would be a first. Thank you, everyone. And Auf geht's, Leipziger Jungs! Mm -hmm.